There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Actress Brooke Shields releases a new two-part documentary on Hulu today called Pretty Baby, which premiered earlier this year at the Sundance Film Festival. I spoke to Shields in 2015 when she released her book called There Was a Little Girl, The Real Story of My Mother and Me. Brooke, thanks so much for, for joining us. Uh, thank you for, for having me. I appreciate it. Well, we appreciate it, too. Um, so, um, you know, you, you and your, your mother went through, you know, she passed away in 2012, but you, can, but you were there by her side after going through so much th- together throughout your life. When did, when did the idea to, to write the memoir come? Was it before she passed away or, or after? No, I had no intention of writing about her or it. You know, I thought maybe in another decade or so I would eventually write an autobiography if anybody still cared by then. <laughs> um, and, uh, but when she died, she was really mistreated by, uh, by the New York Times, um, who decided that they didn't, weren't going to print my obituary that I paid for. Um, and after asking me if they could put it on the front cover and asking me for more of a, a copy, more copy, I said, I'm not giving an interview. You know, my mother has just died. It was just three days after. I said, I'm, I printed, please print my obituary that I paid for. And they said they would. And what they did instead was not print a word I wrote and wrote a very har- harmful, just angry, negative, harsh critique of, of a woman that they never met. Yeah. Um, and I just, I was rather infuriated <laughs> and sort of gutted by it. Right. And then once I settled down, um, I thought, you know what, that's it. I'm tired of all the, you know, the, the, what people think they know the situation, people talking yeah. for me, people acute, you know, people being desperate for me to be a victim. And, right. and I thought, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not working for me anymore. And I, I don't, I feel the need to just tell my version. So that it really happened sort of quickly. Um, and then I thought, you know, my relationship with my kids is so different and yet very similar in what I hope are just the positives. And that conducted a position I felt was a more universal story than many of us would like to admit. <laughs> um, and I thought, you know what, she's just, we're just the template for a very, very fascinating relationship that exists between a mother and a child, boy or girl. But the mother is this unbelievable archetype, and it's, uh, it's fascinating. And there are things that happen that are so universal because I lived with an alcoholic parent. Right. There are some that were so extraordinarily bizarre because we were in the public eye and I was this thing. And, you know, but somewhere the through line is 
know, we all have them, whether we know them, not know them, have a good relationship, bad relationship, whatever it is, right. it's intense. Yeah. And that was it. Definitely. There's a couple of things I want to unpack there that, of what you said, but I guess first I'm um, going back to the, the, the Times article. Um, and so it's, it's almost like this memoir seems like you're trying to, you know, set the record straight for what you realize. I mean, you lived it. I mean, you're the one that should be telling the story. So what are some examples of some things that you thought they were too harsh about that you then tried to set, you know, set the record straight in this one? Well, the one thing I wanted to make sure is that I wasn't saying you didn't get it right. You didn't know the truth. What I was saying is, this is what you interpreted because you needed to interpret this this way. Gotcha. So, you, whoever the you is, whatever your, you know, we only, we all project to a certain extent on every single relationship we have. Sure. And so you're, they needed, whoever it was, whether it was someone attacking me for something or attacking her, they needed to do that for themselves. So it's, I don't discredit anybody's opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got an opinion, I get it. You <laughs> think my mother's this, or you wouldn't do it this way, or you would have done it this way. That's your prerogative, and that is, you know, God bless you. But where it got um, ugly for me is when they were, people in, were so insistent on me being a, an unwilling party to this relationship. Right. That, you know, somehow... Now, I stuck around for 50 years, you know, well, almost 50 years. So my, my part in all of it needed to also be acknowledged. You know, I was the one that wanted to come back home from school because I was so lonely and terrified and never been away from my mom before. Yeah. And it was my mother who said, you'll never forgive yourself if you do this. I know you. Right. You need this experience. Now, she wanted me home more than anybody, but she was unselfish about it. She also, to drown her sorrows, began drinking heavily again. You know, that was, the, those were the things. I mean, my, where I was a victim was loving her. You know, that's the part that undid me. Right. The hope. The hope that this alcoholic was going to change. The hope that she would live a healthier life and be able to be confident. You know, those are the things that I wanted people to know is that she was doing the best she could, but from where she came from and the tools that she had, this was the best. She didn't have any more than this. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. For sure. And and what sort of, I mean, another thing you mentioned earlier um, was, you know, what, what sort of things did you sort of take to her and apply or at least notice in yourself when you were then raising your kids that, that, you, that you looked in the mirror and said, oh, my God, that's, that's my mother or, you know, a, a direct reflection of that? It happens all the time. You know, it's, it's that whole thing. It's either one thing or it's your mother. And, you know, you say, like, <laughs> oh, I've turned into my mother. You know, to a certain extent, we come from these people. So I think it's our job to really try to be honest about it. Mm-hmm. And what do I want to take? What don't I want to take? My mom is an alcoholic. I'm therefore very sensitive to how alcohol is, plays a part in my life. Um, 
you know, fearing becoming victim, a victim to it or fearing that. So that's a piece, you know. Kids watch everything, and if they notice something, I don't want that to happen because I don't want them to have that feeling that I had when I was little and I saw my mom drunk. I felt like she disappeared. So that's the piece. Flip side is we laugh so much. (laughs) We are silly. We... Uh, but I have I have rules and regulations, and there's bedtimes, and there's chores, and there's all that. And we didn't really have that. We sort of were like, oh, are you hungry? Let's go out at 9 o'clock at night mm-hmm. on a school night. And it was bohemian and fun. But, you know, my kids need the schedule. They like the schedule. Um, we're in one place. We So, I you know, I take a lot of her. She was one of the, she was the mom that all the other kids wanted to talk to right. about their problems. They'd say, um, Shilta, you know, can I talk to him or something? You know, is it, uh, I mean, you know, it's not me or anything, but my friend has right. this thing. And she'd be like, oh, let me, let's talk about it. So your friend, huh? Now, and then, you know, <laughs> this, gir- this girl that, I know. <laughs> yeah, this girl I know. And she would provide that for them. Right. Or there was one little girl she would say who lied all the time. And she'd say, you know what, it's so funny. She said, it's the weirdest thing. I get this buzzing sound in my ear every time a little kid lies. And it's really, it's annoying. And then this one little kid came over and started telling a really lavish story. And she, the kid stopped and said, Miss Shields, did you hear a buzzing? <laughs> and my mom said, you know, it's really faint, but I, yeah, it's there. And the kid said, oh, never mind. It was like they were, she was the mom that took the time to talk to kids. And, you know, she wasn't cooking. She wasn't baking pies. She wasn't always on time for pickup, <laughs> you know, but you know, there was, there's good and, and bad to all of it. And, you know, I try to be, my kids are mortified. You know, they'll say, why do you want to, why do you make it to do, to talk to my friends like that? They don't want to, they don't want to be hugged by you. Right. I said, well, guess what? You come into this house, you're getting a hug. Thanks so much for listening to Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Our theme music is Scott Buckley's Clarion. Remember to give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.